Happy Capricorn season! Today's Capricorn interviews are probably the most amusing interviews we've recorded so far, and we can't wait for you to listen. Our first guest is a fellow American living in Europe, and our combo second and third guests are my parents. So we hope you enjoy our first couple's interview and are ready to laugh with all three of our guests. And if you haven't yet, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to The Stars Made Me Do It. That would be awesome. And you can find us on social media at The Stars Made Me Podcast. So let's listen to some awesome Capricorns. Welcome back to The Stars Made Me Do It. Today we are doing our Cap interviews, and we have Christy here today for our first interview. Welcome, Christy. Hello. (laughs) Christy and I have a very amusing (laughs) way that we know each other. (laughs) Several, in fact. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know these amusing ways. Oh. Yeah. So my roommate... Alex, who we've given shout outs to before. Christy is Alex's sister-in-law. Obviously. Very obviously. And um, <laughs> and we had many like kind of like kind of pa- crossing paths of like Christy stayed at my apartment when I was away in Europe. And then I met Christy when I was living in Europe. And then you parked your car at our grandma's yeah. house one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Christy oh. met mama. Yeah. <laughs> I am all up in the family business. Yeah. (laughs) Home and abroad. (laughs) And then Christy was in France like a year and a half ago and was like, hey, are you doing anything this weekend? You want to hang out? And I was like, I'm getting married if you want to come. And so Christy came to the wedding. Yeah. And then I ended up being, besides her parents, the person there who had known her the longest. So it was like, oh, I I totally deserve to be here as opposed to feeling like a wedding crasher for half the day. So it worked out big time. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I knew the bride first, minus the parents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, we funny. have lots of awesome mm-hmm. travel and otherwise crossovers. But mm-hmm. so super excited to have you as our Capricorn guest. Oh, thank and, you. Yeah. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, like where you're from, where you are now, anything important about you that we should know? Yeah, so um, I do not have a very conventional life, but uh, that's okay, and that's what makes my life more interesting than most people, I would say. I'm basically from California. I lived there for, you know, most of my life. I was actually born in Ohio, so that's weird, but, you know, fun fact time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't consider myself Ohioan. I consider myself Californian. Uh, Always loved volleyball and yeah, volleyball ended up kind of taking me all over the world. I moved to Belgium and then France and I've been in Germany now the past five and a half years. So yeah, I'm going in uh, like two weeks. It'll be my 10th anniversary of living abroad and I'm like super excited about it. And I'm planning like stupid social media moments about it, you know, so (laughs) just for me, really, it's not for anyone else, but (laughs) yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. But yeah, basically sports and travel like define my entire life. You like you play volleyball. That's what you do. Yeah, I play, I coach, I'm an agent, I write about it, I'm like all the things. <laughs> I studied it, yeah. <laughs> very cool. That's yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. You're like, I would say, our most sporty guest we've ever yes. had. Yes, sporty spice. 
I would say you're definitely bringing the most energy too. All right, yes. that's yeah. that's my thing. Is, that's why people I have like me it. in their sports programs is to bring energy. So it makes yeah. sense. When I asked no, Christy really like to do this, she's like, "Oh yeah, I did something for another friend's podcast," and I was like, "Oh, oh, well, you'll be our first guest who's <laughs> done a podcast." <laughs> yeah. I know. The first time I did it, I was like, "This is kind of funny," but then I was like, "It's just talking. How hard can it really be?" Okay, this is easy. <laughs> All right. So do you believe in astrology? I mean, believe is probably a really strong word, <laughs> but I've talked to Sierra about this a lot and um, I definitely think it's super interesting and there's very like interesting things you can learn about yourself. I would say if I were to believe in it wholeheartedly, that might be a little too heavy for me just because I am a Christian. So I kind of believe more along the lines of God and spirituality, but I know that there's a lot of overlap too. So that's kind of where I would say I'm coming from on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are some of your hobbies? I know you just talked about some, but what Mm -hmm. are some of your other hobbies? Some of my other hobbies. Um, Yeah. I mean, I love to write. I love to, um, I mean, so much of what I do is sports related, but I loved school growing up. So that's part of like the reading and writing side of me. And it's really important to like find time to be creative and, um, yeah, like traveling, I think is a really great way that I found that I can express creativity and I can write about my travels. So I really try to, whatever my hobbies are, I try to make sure that they can tie together and be integrated, which is also why like I'll go back to France and then I'll practice with my old volleyball teams, you know? So I'm like, oh, like I make sure I can do all the things at the same time. I'm really into multitasking. So <laughs> I, I'm pretty much like a classic Capricorn. I'm pretty sure like type A, like all the things. So yeah, this is, <laughs> I like talking. There you go. There's another hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you do like, you know, put everything together, like integrate, you know, well, I'm going to travel to do this and I'm going to write about it later. But while I'm there, I'm going to practice. Yeah. And yeah. (laughs) Efficiency is like super important to me. Like when things are inefficient, it's like heartbreaking on a very nuclear level for me. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, like why is this so inefficient? Like, and, and, it's not that I'm like the most efficient person in the world, but it's definitely like what I strive to be because when things are inefficient, like somebody's just, you know, I'm doing this over here. And I'm like, well, why aren't you also doing that at the same time? You just wasted two weeks of your life. Like to me, that makes no sense. Like when you can control, and then this is a very key word for me, when you can control the situation and like make it more efficient, why wouldn't you do that? Like sometimes things happen too fast. I understand that. But for the most part, when you can plan it out and strategize better, then yes, you should be more efficient. <laughs> I need I need you to come be my life coach for like okay. a week. Can you just come live with me and yeah. whip me into shit? We'll probably start by organizing your closet. So oh that's fine. That's okay. That's wonderful. It's great. The whole house needs to be organized. Yep. Understood. As I'm you're saying this to you, and yes. I'm like, I need this. I need these traits in my life. Literally, as you're saying this, I was like, oh, so everything that Tara is the opposite. Oh, no. <laughs> you're welcome. I don't know. No, really, as I sit here at my desk, that is a freaking mess. Yeah, it happens. I need someone like Christy. I need her. (laughs) Well, I'm in Germany, so that helps it all. So I think Tara should come over here. Yeah, there you go. Everything's better in Europe. Come on. Oh, my gosh. I I feel like I can relate to a lot of that, but on a, like, less intense level. Like, -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I think it doesn't annoy me to a nuclear point, but it does annoy me. Yeah. like the lack of efficiency but mm-hmm. 
that seems to be a key a key thing. <laughs> yeah, well, and in Germany, it's Germany is actually a much more efficient country than France. And Sierra, you know oh, this I for sure. Bet, yeah. yeah, like all the bets, <laughs> all the bets are on that. However, Germany is obsessed with meetings. And as I've like worked more and more for um, different volleyball clubs and stuff, it's like, oh, we need to have a meeting or, oh, let's schedule a meeting. Mm -hmm. And it, we do these meetings and everyone gets turned to talk and then nothing gets decided. And I'm like losing my mind because I'm already <laughs> like in overdrive anyway, like trying to understand all the German and like put together, like, why are we having this meeting? And then as everyone's talking, I'm like, oh, just so they can complain. Okay, got it. Like that's, <laughs> thank you for wasting my time. What did we decide? Nothing. Okay, good. That's... This was just German class. Like, I literally am like, chalk it up. I'm like, it's German class. Fine. Whatever. I guess if you turn it that way, it's a little less infuriating, but I... I have to make it make sense. Yeah. yeah. Staff meetings would kill me. Where yeah. I'm like, I love all the things that say like, like staff meeting, like this could have been an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's no food, why wasn't this an email? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> And I totally agree because I know when I was student body president at my little tiny high school, I made sure that we had at student body meetings, I brought pizza every time because I was like, we're doing this. There's an agenda. We're going to be out of here in 20 minutes. Do not mess with me. Like, do I, there will be no questions. There will only be my decisions. If I want your opinion, I've already asked for it and I have it in my head. So, yeah. I feel like that goes perfectly into the next question we have yeah. for you. Well, we, we already know the answer. I've only been talking, we've been talking about like 10, 15 minutes and I know the answers to these questions. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see yourself as a leader and are you more of an introvert or extrovert? This is such a hard question. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so yes, my whole life, I, I'm the firstborn in my family and um, I, I'm a heavy believer in birth order. So that you can take that with you. Um, <laughs> But like all my best friends, my husband, everyone's firstborns. It's a very bizarre thing that I started to notice oh. around college. Um, yeah, like I relate so much better to firstborns or only children. Don't worry, Sierra. Oh, Tara, hey. I have no idea. I don't know what your life. So, you know, I'm num sorry. Number three of four. So. Oh, I'm sure, I'll I'm sure I can take care of you then. Okay. <laughs> so, but definitely like the people that I relate to the best are firstborns um, and yeah, like my dad always really pushed me to be a leader. Like it was very much like you have to be the role model. You need to set an example. Like these are things that were drilled into me. I don't remember a time when they weren't drilled into me. And, you know, for a while it was like annoying because you're just like, oh, like whatever, let me live my life. But at the same time, I'm super glad because I feel that pressure in like a really positive way. Like it's never made me be like, oh my gosh, I have to be the example and I'm going to make a hundred bad decisions. It was like, no, I have to be the example. I need to do the right thing. Yeah. And I'm, I really appreciate that. Like I, it's led me for more things through more things than most uh, other advice has. So that's been really important. And then obviously I'm very extroverted. However, however, note to, <laughs> note to being right. Okay. <laughs> um, as a child, I was super introverted and I don't know how familiar you guys are with like um, the DISC personality traits and maybe the type A stuff differently, but in that personality spectrum, it's like a circle and I'm very D, which is the type A, like leader, determined, you know, dominant, all that kind of stuff. And then I'm, my next trait was as a child, the C, which is very analytical and creative um, and critical. That's a fun one too. <laughs> critical of the inefficiencies. Um, but then as an adult, I, I felt like I was learning from my environments and sports and stuff that 
when I was more extroverted, then I had more leadership capabilities and people followed me better. So I've tended to become more of an I personality, which is the like inspirational and like excited about everything. And I'm like zero S, which is like the sweet submissive person. So <laughs> that's like the one thing that I'm like, I can't do that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting though, because the D and I personalities are on the extroverted side of the spectrum and then like the C personality which I would say is like my natural leaning is much more introverted but um yeah I found that in my work and like career and my relationships it's been more advantageous to be like more extroverted so yeah I just I put it on and it's easy to wear and it's cool I really want to know more about that like I'm gonna have to look into that personality like Mm -hmm. spectrum yeah because I've yeah I think I feel like Alex showed me once but um Mm -hmm. I like I know the Myers-Briggs I know the Enneagram I know the um but yeah I find all those like really interesting especially when it comes to like do they overlap with zodiac things like are like are Capricorns like more of whatever Mm -hmm. one of those you know so uh well that's why I can appreciate like the astrological analysis because I like the personality trait tests and things like that so Mm -hmm. for me I'm like oh it's fun like yeah analyze it whatever it's cool (laughs) yeah I feel like that's what I got like how I got Alex into it was that like there's more than just your like sun sign there's so much more let's analyze Ooh. all the different parts of your personality mm-hmm. yeah so um, yeah. which we will do at the end Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I think um it's not I think you you were saying how your dad said you know you have to be a role model and be the leader and all that mm-hmm. I think it's really good that you're a Capricorn yes and that I was thinking that received those uh not rules but like that's the way you were brought up right and i think if you were another sign it might not have taken as well too another. and fun fact my ba- yes. my dad's birthday is december 22nd so he's oh. also a capricorn uh, okay. <laughs> so nice. i think he was like and a firstborn so i think he was projecting a lot of like his his you know child rearing whatever how he was brought yeah. up um mm-hmm. and personality stuff onto me so i do yeah. think that because capricorns are a cardinal sign which is like a leader sign and mm-hmm. just like Capricorns just you know among all of the cardinal signs tend to be really like just natural leaders so being brought up with like I don't know like kind of fostering that yeah for sure you you had those qualities anyways um Mm -hmm. I think that that's yeah thank goodness you were a Capricorn I'm trying to think if it was like I don't know like a Pisces or like or yeah like a Cancer or something I feel like they wouldn't have taken to that the same well like my sister didn't She's a May May birthday. I don't know uh, which sign that is, but yeah. What, um, which day? May 8th. She's a Taurus. So more stubborn. Yeah. Like she was the rebellious one. (laughs) Like I was the one who like, I was like, okay, if I follow the rules and I'm done with this in 18 years, okay, I can do that. And then, you know, like I was like serving, (laughs) serving my prison term and she was like, I'm breaking out, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, we love our parents, but you know, they will never listen to this. I don't really have to worry about it. (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, what we were going to go into next is like, what sign do you like the best? And since you mentioned like, uh, so your sister's a Taurus, your dad's a Capricorn, so you have like an earthy family. But even if you don't know, like, maybe all about the other zodiac signs, or if you do, um, do you have a zodiac sign that you like the best? Or like, do you have qualities of other people you know that like, you really admire that you wish you could embody more of? So this is a great question. Um, I I know like I was really into the birthstones as a kid because Same. yeah, mm-hmm. like my grandparents gave me garnets and I was always like, ew, why do I get a garnet? 
<laughs> me too. Mine's like this, topaz. Same like, with me. Brown. <laughs> this like blood diamond. I don't even know what it is. Because I, I really, I, I, and it made me mad because I wanted my birthday to be in July so I could get rubies, which are also red. But, you know, it's like rubies. I don't know. It's like a Wizard of Oz reference <laughs> or something. Um, but, yeah, like I was very like, I have a garnet. It just sounded like. I don't know. It just sounded like dirt to me. Like it wasn't interesting at all. So, and I still have the garnets that my grandparents gave me. Thank you. Rest in peace. Okay. So like, yeah. And then as far as the other signs go, I mean, when my first trip to Europe, when I was 15, we stayed in this old manor house in England and on the side of the building was actually this really beautiful stone carving of all the signs and like um, their names and stuff and there was also a quote on the thing that was like about time and like don't waste it like no one can escape time you know and then there's the signs of the zodiac so that's probably like when I was 15 that was probably like my biggest impression of zodiac signs yeah Yeah, it was really cool and it's still like a really beautiful memory just that whole trip and everything Um, and obviously I went back to Europe 10 years later and stayed so (laughs) made a big impression (laughs) Um, but yeah I mean the Capricorn isn't it like the is it, what's the, which one's the crab? Cancer. 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 I think I wanted to be cancer because of the rubies. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like I wanted to be in July. <laughs> yeah. And I was also like bitter about having a winter birthday because our, my birthday parties were always indoor. Okay. And then my sister had the spring birthday and she always got a pinata outside. This was like a really big problem for me. <laughs> so much to the point that when I turned 30 here in Germany and I had all these new friends because we had just moved here, I like complained about it randomly because I guess I always complain about it. And my new friends got me a pinata for my 30th birthday. <laughs> fantastic. And I like cried. Like I was like, this is everything. Like all of my, all of my bitterness has been justified and I can move on with my life. Thank you. I've crossed into adulthood finally. So... Yeah. So you're, it would be more seasonal than personality yeah. traits. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, as far as the personality traits go, like I said, I'm really attracted to other people who have the same personality traits as me, which I know is very narcissistic, but I don't care. When, um, <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's like you're okay. good with who you good. are. Good. Uh, yeah. You, you do have really good traits. So. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, I would say super nice people are like, why are you so mean all the time? And I'm like, oh, I thought I was being honest, but okay, sorry. Oh, I appreciate that very much. <laughs> I appreciate honesty above everything and like straightforwardness and like not kind of going around. Like, let's just go for it. Well, and I have some friends who obviously are honest with me too. And one of the friends was like, Chrissy, like nothing's sacred to you. Like you just, you'll make jokes about stuff and like whether or not people are offended, you like don't notice. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's accurate. <laughs> So I, it's it's got me in trouble a few times, but more often than not, it's just really hilarious. So it's fine. Well, I guess I'm trying to think. Wait, when is um when is Mark's birthday? Like your June twenty fourth. June twenty. So he's a cancer. He's a cancer. Yeah, there you go. So he is a cancer in Ruby. more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the pinata birthday. There you but. go. <laughs> do you guys that's your opposite sign like do you think Mm -hmm. that you guys like are complementary to each other like do you feel that like what you know you might lack he has or you know does that balance like obviously it works pretty well but Mm -hmm. yeah we've been married for like 13 years I think yeah so it's been a while now yeah (laughs) I'm so old (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh yeah for I mean Mark is also a firstborn and that was really important to both of us like that you know we both know what it's like to shoulder the responsibility um he's definitely like 
oh, how do we put this? Uh, he's he's nicer than I am. Like he'll complain, he'll complain more in private, but then in public, like he's like the super friendly, happy one, you know. So yeah, and I mean, people. It depends on which circle we're in, you know, like where I'm the dark one or he's the dark one. Like, I feel like we chameleon really well off of each other like that. Yeah. Uh, and then we come home and we just like laugh about everyone. <laughs> 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 We're both secretly taking over the world. Oh, everyone knows. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's one of the things that I think both of us noticed right away, though, is like that we just, it was really easy to talk to each other and that like we had a very similar sense of humor and like, I know we're not exactly the same, but we're definitely not exact opposites because I dated guys who are my exact opposite. And every time two months would go by and I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm so bored. Like, yeah. this is not interesting to me. Like, I need to date someone who's more like me and like has the same goals and interests in general and stuff. And yeah. That's but, really interesting yeah. because, like, you know, the way that, like, kind of zodiac signs work is you have an opposite sign, but the opposite is, like, kind of like a complement in a way where you share so many similar qualities mm-hmm. that you could either, like, really get along so well or certain qualities that are similar could kind of, like, annoy right. you at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, Cancer and Capricorn are seen as, like, the their opposite. Um, by opposite, I mean, like... Like they're six months apart. Just on the opposite side of the yeah. calendar. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So it's like you have a lot of the similar qualities. And they're also Capricorn and Cancer are seen as the mom and dad of the Zodiac. So there you go. Well, those are our kids then because we're not having any. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> but, like, uh, but like personality-wise too. Right, know? right. Like, yeah. And uh, so you're the dad of the Zodiac then. Yes, that, the mom. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I always tell I always tell my fr- friends like I would have made a really great father, but I'm not interested in being a mom, so it's okay. Do yeah. you have any pets? Do you have any uh, for babies? No, we adopt the well, we kidnap the neighbor's cat. There you go, and then she, and then we release her when she's hungry. <laughs> yeah, we hold her hostage for cuddles, and then we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to clean up anybody's poop, so that's like all animals and humans. You know, yeah. so yeah, mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. And I don't want to have to keep a plant alive either. So, yeah, <laughs> we keep each other alive and we clean up our own poop. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. OK, so um, and I, I, I love Sierra's cat, too, on Instagram. That's enough for me. Oh, my God. Gaston. Yeah. Let's just like plug <laughs> Gaston. Gaston. Oh, Cutest Gaston. cat ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> the floof. The floof. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Have you met him, Christy? Or... I guess you haven't seen no, her since she got him. But I'm planning a grand heist of her cat, so <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think it's better if I make it obvious and then she won't notice when it actually does happen. I'm going to notice, <laughs> I promise. Sure you will. <laughs> You'll be watching him closely next time she visits. He's too friendly. Right. He could be kidnapped so easily. He's like yeah, the he'll nicest come with me. cat. He really would. He'd go with Aww. like, oh my God. Anyways. Tara, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, what is something important that you want out of life and have you gotten it yet? Great question. Um, I mean, I think it's very important to be goal oriented. So like I've always had a lot of goals in my life. Um, I think for my age, I've lived a much larger life than most people at 34 have. And I am very appreciative of that. So in a lot of ways, I'm not like greedy for more like I'm not like oh my gosh I need 30 more years to get what I need you know like that kind of thing um I know that I would really like in a really concrete sense I really want to be able to like publish a novel that's like really important to me but in a like more indirect and like you know 
theoretical concept. I would say that really important things to me are um, achievement is just really important to me. You know, and whether that's achievement on a personal level, a professional level, like I, I need to achieve those goals or benchmarks that I set for myself. And I know that it's also important to like step back from that and not just be like so locked into it that I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't achieve this. I should die. You know, it's not that mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's like, okay, sometimes I need to pivot and change what I'm trying to achieve or I need to let some kind of achievement go. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I want out of life is to continually like, you know, cr check off those things on my to-do list, essentially. And I love planning stuff. And I know the pandemic's really put a cramp on my travel planning. And that's like, I think I miss the planning more than the actual travel, which is a really weird thing to say, but that's the reality. <laughs> I've analyzed this a lot and spent a lot of time reflecting. And I'm like, I miss planning travel. I don't necessarily miss the actual travel. So cool. Um, this is why I need you in my life because I love the traveling part of traveling. I don't care what we do. I just want it to be planned for me. Yeah, and I will plan the whole thing. And then I will get, I won't even go on your trip, but I'll like have a high just from, I'll be, I feel like I'll have gone on your trip because I planned it for you. That's no problem. In another lifetime, I was a travel agent. So, you know, there you go. So it's more like you're like a concrete goal would be like to have a novel published one day. But as far as mm -hmm. like what you want, it's kind of like whatever your goals in the moments may be, you want to follow through and yeah. accomplish them. Exactly. Well put. I feel like that is as Capricorn as it gets, and I really appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I did not research this in advance. <laughs> the most goal-oriented, uh -huh. like, literally, I will read you the number one thing on our list is <laughs> ambitious. And yeah. <laughs> there yeah. we go. So, uh, and yeah. disciplined. There. Well, and it's mm -hmm. funny, like, being a woman with uh, my personality traits, because a lot of times, and especially in Germany, which is a very patriarchal country, um, <laughs> like the people that I've worked with have kind of been like, aren't you like, you don't need to do so much. Like you can do less. And like, why don't you, why don't you go home and like, just have a nice time and like, go. And I'm like, well, I don't like, what are you saying? Like, I don't understand. It like hurts my feelings. Like, why? Like, like, why do you think that I don't have goals? And like, why do you think that I don't like already know what I want to do next? Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, why you think I am just sitting around being like, I just want to think about flowers and cream puffs all day. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> like, it's so bizarre because, and especially because, I mean, in America, there's a lot of back and forth about feminism and, you know, you know mass, uh, whatever, misogynism and stuff. But in my world, which was even a, you know, politically conservative world, I had at least four really strong men in my life, including my dad, that were pushing me to be a leader. So in my world, the men supported me and yeah. like pushed me forward. Mm -hmm. It wasn't women supporting women, which is great, and I definitely am a proponent of that, but I was being pushed into the front by the men. Then I went to a really conservative college and all the men were like, oh, sweetheart, go cook in the kitchen. And I was like, I'm gonna burn it down on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Like, tell me one more time. Let's. This will be fun. This is why I didn't marry anyone from that college. Okay, uh, so, so yeah. But it's it's just really interesting to be here and you know like get patted on the head. And I'm like, I'm 34 years old, not 15. Like, and when I was 15, I was told to go do stuff, not sit around and learn how to sew. Like, I don't. Those those things are so funny. Like, I know how to sew. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I do. I, I know how to sew too. I'm not an idiot. But, you know. Like, <laughs> it's not that hard stick the needle and pull it through you know but um yeah it just kind of like 
hobbies versus ambitions and when we're just put in a box because of our gender, like of how our hobbies or ambitions should look, you know, like you should just be ambitious to go find a husband. Okay, well, I did that. Okay, check. <laughs> you know, like, now we've got projects. So yeah, I've always got like, projects. I feel like anyone who listens to this is going to be like, I need to make a to do list. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, kind of you mentioned this a little bit, but um, so how do your work relationships and personal relationships differ? And do you put one above the other? These are also super, I would say, gender affected. Okay. So because of the work that I do in uh, sports, I okay, the girls that I work with on the team, they're women, obviously, but then almost all of my coworkers are men. So it's very like, I think it's interesting to navigate. Sometimes it's more challenging than others, but it's super interesting to navigate because I do have to wear like the woman hat sometimes as a like strategy to navigate the situation. Yeah. Because if I just go in all bullheaded, which is how I used to be a leader in my, like when I was in college, I was just like, I don't think about gender. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. And I guess I was acting like a man and it really turned some people off, which obviously is a reflection of their issues, not mine. (laughs) But at the same time, like if you want to lead, you have to get people to follow you. You know, it's not about your agenda. Like it's about you. I completely Mm -hmm. agree with that. And I feel like sometimes it's seen as manipulating, but I feel like it's reading the room in a way. Yeah. I don't care if people think I'm manipulative. That doesn't bother me at all. It's like a highest compliment. People (laughs) are like, oh, you're so manipulative. I'm like, thank you. I'm so glad you noticed. Okay. So I'm so glad you think I thought about this in advance and tried to do like a strategy. I really appreciate that. Um, You're not just thinking that I'm just like coming up with these things as I go. Um, Yeah. So in my work relationships, I definitely have to navigate in a much more strategic. That's the that's the more um, euphemistic word for manipulate, manipulate, right? (laughs) Strategic fashion. Um, And then in my personal relationships, I mean, those are a lot more females in my personal relationships. So that's a lot less manipulation it's a lot more support giving and yeah it's a lot more like looking for fun and I really try to have fun at work that's really important to me obviously I've continued to work in sports which is like a very fun environment just organically um but at work with being in positions of leadership and you know negotiating terms and contracts and all sorts of stuff like there's definitely like a you got to put on the masculine and feminine hats at different times to work to your advantage or you're going to get either run over or pushed out that's wild. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. definitely like I, you're more strategic at work and that makes sense. But then mm-hmm. like, but with, I guess, personal relationships, more women centered relationships, it's more fun. Like, do you still like, I don't know, see yourself as like a leader in your group of friends though? Yeah. I mean, like our my group of college friends are four of us and they only all knew each other because of me. So like, I, I'm just that person that I try to bring people together. And like, I know when I would work, I directed some volleyball camps and stuff while I was back in America. And it was a lot of like, I'm going to put these people together because I think they'll get along. And I want my friends to become friends with each other. Like that was always really important to me. Yeah. Sometimes it didn't work, but most of the time it did. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to skip the next question because I feel like the one after that, like follows up to this one. And then okay. we'll just swap, swap the next two questions. There we go. Right. Okay. So who is someone you look up to and why could be anyone famous or not? Okay. Um, I mean, as a kid, my role models were mostly men and that's, 
I, like I was saying, like there were those four men that were all kind of like dads of my friends or my dad themselves that I really looked up to as leaders. And I just tried to lead like they did. Like I didn't think anything was different about male or female. You know, I was just like, oh, they're, they're leaders and coaches. I can do this too. Um, I would say nowadays, is if you want to go like someone really famous, I, maybe it's kind of cliche, but I think that the way that Taylor Swift has uh, managed to continue to express herself, like I think she's the best poet of our generation. So I, I relate to her on like a very like intellectual level. I The music, I'm like, blah, 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 whatever. But like, I want to read your poetry. <laughs> so I, I just think that she expresses herself in a very honest way and I remember like way back in the day like in the mid 2000s when she was first coming out and some of my friends being like she's so fake and I was like I don't think she's fake at all like I think she knows what she wants she knows how to express it and she's using strategy to be efficient you know like all the traits that like I try to have in my life I see those in her career and I really admire that because I feel like she's had to navigate some really complicated situations, obviously, and she only continues to be more successful. And I love that. And I'm so like, I'm really proud of her. And I know it's like a funny thing to say, because she'll never hear this and doesn't know me or anything like that. But being a few years older than her, I'm like, good, go, go, good for you. You know, like, keep it up. <laughs> so like, if you can do it, we can do it. That's great. I just watched her thing on Netflix. And like, I've always liked Taylor Swift. And she's mm-hmm. a Sagittarius. So I love that too. But um, uh, I was watching it. And I was like, you're fucking awesome like the the whole like way she she like uh was always taught to just like you know shut up and not Mm -hmm. say anything political because it would like ruffle feathers and then when everything was going on politically and she's like i will not stay quiet and i yeah like it's it's hurting me like i can't it bothers me too much and i i know that hers and my personalities are a little bit different just in the sense that i think she's more like sensitive in a lot of ways or more affected by the way people like think about her and talk about her. And I don't know if she necessarily would be a natural leader, except for the fact that her creativity leads. Yeah. So like people follow her because of her talent, you know, and I think that's super important. And I am always just like really happy, like no matter what she puts out, I'm like, there's a reason Mm -hmm. and she's expressing something really important right now. And I really appreciate that. I like that. I like that a lot. Our next question you kind of already answered was, are you a dog person or a cat person? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a million times a cat person. Why would you say you're a cat person? <laughs> because they don't need us that much. <laughs> like, I really love independence. See, like independence from anything. So like a dog is like too needy for me like I you come home and it's like where were you all day oh my gosh oh my gosh and I'm like I can't have that relationship in my life (laughs) so yeah with cats I'm like oh you don't even notice I'm home or leaving that's great (laughs) do whatever you want I feel the same we're the same so if I had to be an animal too I would totally be a cat like sleep all the time and like go about your business that's perfect That's, That's like the, the very opposite of what you just said. I know, but I, I don't think you'd be a cat if you were an animal. I don't. I don't feel. That. Would I be a rabbit? <laughs> oh, you'd be something that gets their uh, shit done. I don't know. Very, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like um, a like, like a lion. I there you go. Like an ant or something, and, and like yeah. like a worker or something. Oh my worker beam. I don't know. Yeah, I can carry like ten million times my body weight and leaves. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh <laughs> I mean it as a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm not taking it. Don't worry. Good. I'm going to ask the last question because I was cracking up when I I text you the questions. 
<laughs> our last question is what's your top three and it says in parentheses if not Sierra knows and Christy messages me being like so what's top three and I was like oh your sun sign your moon sign and your rising <laughs> sign and Christy was like <laughs> I was I, I was just like okay top three first thing that come to mind is my uh, Little Mermaid Peter Pan and Sleeping Beauty like those are my those are my top three Disney movies <laughs> obviously and if not Sierra knows already so I don't even have to tell her it's perfect <laughs> Well, good choices, excellent yeah. choices. Um, yeah. But speaking of zodiac okay, so top three, <laughs> don't tell me, don't say them because I want, I want to, I want to yes, guess yes. because oh, I have some, goody. I have some guesses. Okay, I'm okay. excited. Okay, so immediately I thought like Gemini had to be in there just because you're really good at talking. Thank um, you. <laughs> but now I don't think so. I don't okay. think Gemini. I think, <laughs> and then I got fiery. Definitely a fiery personality. But I've narrowed it to Sagittarius is in there for sure, because you said you like the honesty. Mm -hmm. um, you love the travel and you don't want something that's needy. And I feel like those are very Sagittarian <laughs> yep. traits there. Ain't nobody <laughs> got like, time for that. <laughs> classy. Yeah. yeah. Where you don't want something that's going to tie you down. No. Um, and then I also just wrote down Virgo because you said you love planning. Um, the trips more planner. so than traveling them sometimes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um but i guess that could go into just being capricorn too so i, I would say for sure there's some sagittarius in there you are correct uh, ah. uh christy i have no idea so <laughs> <laughs> sleeping beauty <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh christy's rising is sagittarius okay yep um, so same as me then. So your rising sign is like when people first meet you, what they see. And, <laughs> yeah. Can so, you send her a chart to me? I just, I want to see like where Mercury and Venus and yeah, Mars yeah, yeah. are and all that too. Um, yeah. So you're rising as Sagittarius and I was like, oh, well, no wonder why we get along. There you but go. then the kicker that I was really excited why, um, why we get along is that we both have Capricorn moon. So you're also a Capricorn moon. Mm. So does that make me a double Capricorn? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I can't, it's not sending for some reason, but I did already send it to you if you want to look through like our previous Let messages. Me yeah. But um, so you have, so your top three are Capricorn, Capricorn, Sagittarius. <laughs> and my top three are Sagittarius, oh, wow. Sagittarius, Capricorn. There you go. So we're yeah. definitely. And then you also have Capricorn and Mercury exactly. and Venus. Exactly. So you're like such a Capricorn person. You are Just such a good Capricorn guest. I like the people who are like me. <laughs> <laughs> right? No. No, but seriously, because like Venus being in Capricorn and like how you give and receive love and like, you know, it's in a Capricorn way. So it's like accomplishment and mm -hmm. you know um agenda and ambition mm -hmm. and i love those words yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are up there those are up those are my top three yeah. <laughs> and then you're because your uh your mercury is in capricorn and your sun is in capricorn like when those two signs are the same it means that you think and communicate and learn all in the same way so mm -hmm. like just like how you're very direct and very able to like this is exactly what i think and this is exactly what i'm gonna say mm -hmm. it's because you have those in the same sign mm -hmm. so that's uh <coughs> that's pretty you're cool. so lucky you're so thank lucky. you <laughs> i know right <laughs> but your mars is in scorpio so i would think that when you get like if you ever get angry about something you are not afraid to just like let it sting 
Like, oh, like I like handle it. Like I don't like go nuts about it. Like more like or, if it if it hurts someone's feelings, like you're gonna go for what, like whatever you need to say. Regardless uh, of, yeah, I mean, yeah. I try to like control my anger. I think I got really angry a couple of weeks ago. I like really, I like yelled really loud. <laughs> it was really fun, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't Mark's fault. He just happened to be there at the end of a really long day. And then there was something else that didn't happen. And I was just like, ah, <laughs> but I like, we like looked at each other afterwards. I was like, have you ever, like, I've never been that way in 13 years. Like I don't, you know? So yeah, I was like, whoo, that was a lot to handle. Um, yeah. I, I try to like, let my anger be very, I try to be very unemotional about my anger. That's the best way to put it. So like as a volleyball coach, when kids do stupid stuff, which is often, um, like a lot of coaches would be like, you're an idiot. Like, what are you doing? Stop. Like, go home. Why are you even playing volleyball? You know, like that kind of thing. But I don't believe that's a good way to, you know, help a young woman face the world. So (laughs) I'm kind of like, why did you do that? Okay. What could you do instead? Like I try to ask the right questions and that's me expressing my anger, but because I know they need something different, not because that's how I want to express myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like that has a lot of Capricorn going on where it was almost like the efficiency thing where you're like, you know, we're not, we're going to put the emotions to the side right now because Mm -hmm. it's going to be a waste of time. Yeah. Really? Let's just handle like, let's, let's get this done efficiently and make you better. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like, a huge part of my coaching philosophy because I can't, I, I had a lot of emotional coaches and they make you feel like garbage. And then you're just like, so disoriented and you can't perform better, you know? So it's very important in that communication that, you know, you try to make it just, what, what do we need out of this moment? Like we need the facts. We don't yeah. need, sometimes we do need to use emotions to get what we need from people, you know, like they do need to feel badly for their teammates in a way that will make them sacrifice for others finally. But um, that it's all part of the sports journey and that's an entirely different podcast. So yeah. we won't go there. <laughs> no, but I like how a lot of that like makes me think of like oftentimes Capricorns are seen as being like, not like not unemotional, but more like, um, you know, like practical to, to a fault of like, um, you know, like a cancer is going to be overly like, by default, like, you know, stereotypical cancer is going to be overly loving, overly like cuddling and like, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, do you have a boo-boo, blah, blah, blah. And like a Capricorn (laughs) is like, none of that. And I feel though that like in this, which I feel that because I have a Capricorn moon, so I'm kind of like, well, like, let's fix the problem and move on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But also I feel like it is a way to like totally support and care and like, I don't know, like support someone because it's kind of like, I want you to be better. So let's acknowledge what happened and like, how can yeah. we make it better? And I'm kind of giving you the tools to do it yourself in a way. Which- well, and I think as women, we get a really bad rap for being too sensitive, which if you watch any men's sports, men are the most sensitive and most dramatic people on the planet. Like, <laughs> do not go. Like, I watch sports with my husband and we'll be, I'll just be like, uh, man problems. Like, why is he screaming? They're like losing their minds. But when men do it, it's like, oh, well, they're just expressing themselves. But when women cry and scream, we're like crazy witches, right? So um, I think it's important to like teach young women, like we can solve problems as adults. Like we don't need to cry and like whimper and need a night to save us. Like we need to... We need to be solution oriented and like solve the problems. And I think, you know, expressing emotions is super important, but you can express those with words, you know, without like causing a scene. I think that's really important. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like in Germany, I can't tell you how many men have told me to calm down. And I'm like, I'm literally just talking to you. (laughs) Like, 
Like I'll be like, here's here's the email, here's the email that we sent, and they're like, Christy, it's okay, you can calm down, and I'm like, I know it's okay, I am calm, I'm just right. <laughs> like, like, do you want to? You don't want to make me angry. Like, you don't actually want to see me uncalm. <laughs> like, that's not a place you want to go. I don't go there very often. <laughs> so I agree. I feel like I don't know. I I feel that like with Capricorn moon going on that like responsibility and like the ambition thing and wanting others to succeed too. And also I saw a Capricorn moon thing that um, was like uh, just like not having the ability to like answer stupid questions, which I, Oh really yeah. I'll literally to. be like, no more questions. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, your questions have expired. <laughs> well, I feel like you have lots of Capricorn, lots and lots and lots of Capricorn qualities. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's really awesome. And it makes sense because you have lots and lots of Capricorn in your chart, but there you go. It has been really awesome having you as a Capricorn guest. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Kicking off the Capricorn season. Like anyone like who's listening and hasn't already written down like 10 goals and like... <laughs> And their next like to-do list. I feel like this was very inspiring for many. Great. <laughs> so thanks so much for for joining yeah, us. Really. Yeah, you. of course. Thank you for asking me. I had a great time. We have our first Capricorn couple guest. Our first couple guest ever. My wonderful parentals. Um, I guess I'm going to tell you what your names are. You are Steve and Celeste, and to me, you are mom and dad. And to me, Aunt Cece and Uncle Steve. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited that you guys are doing this. (laughs) Me too. You want to say hi? Hi. Hi. (laughs) We're so happy to be here with you. Yeah. We've listened to some of your podcasts, and they're really, they're pretty cool. Keyword, some. No, I'm just kidding. Well, a little bit. Thank you. Yes, thank you. (laughs) They're, They're neat. They're neat. No, I'm really excited because we're talking about Capricorns and everything. And it's like, um, well, I have quite the experience being as both of my parentals are Capricorns. You Mm -hmm. lucky dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You want to tell us, besides being my parents and Tara's aunt and uncle, um, a little bit about you, where you're from, where you are now, anything you'd like to share? I'm from the end of the table. And Mm. since... since mom is pointing at me, I guess that means I go first. You're from the um, end of the table? Yeah, that's where I'm sitting, at the end of the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was born on Long Island um, and uh, lived there a big part of my life. Eventually moved to California and I uh, went back to New York for a wedding where I, I met my wonderful wife of 30-something years. And um, now we live in um, in Connecticut. You missed a whole... Uh you missed a whole uh, section of your life in Maryland. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like my entire yeah, childhood. Like from where it is now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you well, were given all the details and you skipped <laughs> my, whole, my whole childhood. <laughs> Beginning to end. Uh, yeah, the middle, the middle was, uh, yeah, we, uh, we moved to Maryland after uh, we got married and uh, lived in an apartment there, eventually bought a home. 
and then had a a little bundle of joy named I'm Sierra. The bundle. <laughs> and we lived there most of our lives. We lived there what twenty five years? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like wow. twenty five years where where we raised our, our loving daughter and uh before abandoning her and uh moving to Connecticut. But it's fine because I soon after abandoned you to move to France. <laughs> True. <laughs> How about you? I was born in Queens, New York. Knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I always wanted to live in the country, and it took a little while, but um, we made it, and we love it. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of from beginning to the end, too, huh? Nothing (laughs) in between? (laughs) We didn't really ask for the middle, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got offended when when your dad didn't mention the middle. (laughs) But I mean, he's telling about California and everything, and it's like, (laughs) we're not going to mention the part that includes my entire life. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Okay, next question. (laughs) Um, do, Do you guys believe in astrology? I would say so, yes. Yeah, I... I believe in it. Oh, Astro, Astro does. Hi. Astro believes. <laughs> Astro objects. <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. I've learned a lot about it from from you. Yes, we're okay. still learning. It, it's uh, it's very interesting hearing you talk about people and their personalities, and and mostly, you know, probably the interactions between you and me, um, and how we're so different. Um, in certain things, and the understanding of that, I think, has uh, enabled us to to get along better. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you would you say that? that way? <laughs> no, I. We also have a lot of similar things too. Like um, we'll get into it later. But one thing is that um, you and I both have our Venus in Sagittarius, and we both love traveling. You've always been my travel buddy my whole life. So I think that that's something cool too. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Mom? What was the question? Do you believe? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do believe in zodiac? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially when you point out, you know, people and situations and uh, relationships and connections, it it all makes sense. We were talking in our um. Are you? What are you? What are you touching? I hear rumbling. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um. We, we talked about in our Capricorn episode, talking about just general Capricorn traits. We realized that Michelle was a Capricorn. We're like, is there anyone else in our family? And I think it's fun how you and your cousin Michelle just like get along so well and are so similar. And then you're both Caps. Yeah. How about, um, uh, we'll go dad first. What are some of your hobbies? Oh, well, you touched on traveling. I love to travel. Yeah, I love going to see live music it's probably one of my my favorite things i like i like tinkering working with wood uh building things um we have two workshops now so yeah (laughs) Uh, three now with the barn but uh you know i enjoy i don't do it too often but i i love uh like you know riflery and shooting sporting clays and um, that's always been a fun thing. I must have got my archery aim from you. Yeah, I think that <laughs> runs in the family a little bit, but. Uh, but you're you a know, concert goer through and through. I'm a concert goer. I d- don't I enjoy be shy. It. You're a groupie. You're a deadhead. 
<clears throat> well, that too. But uh, but anything, I like I like people, I like groups of people, I like the energy that comes off of groups of people. Um, you know, as long as it's good energy, and uh, you know the soul sucking energy of crowds. Yeah. <laughs> Guess which one of my parents is an introvert and an extrovert. <laughs> and I, you know, I I love like I love business. I don't, you know, I don't pick up the paper. Not that anybody picks up the paper anymore. Um, but I don't look at the news and look at the sports section. I go right to the business section. I love the study of business. It's it's a hobby of mine. Um, I just find it fascinating you know i just just love the whole financial world i don't know because i don't find that fascinating but i (laughs) (laughs) but as a capricorn that makes a lot of sense for one of us yes for one of us we have to (laughs) and to the flip side mom what are some of your hobbies um i like antiquing i like um working with my plants I like collecting gems and dispensing them as prescriptions for people that need them. Yes. And yes, we were talking earlier, and you're like, yes, I was making a gem prescription pouch for so-and-so, and, you know, I put this stone in this stone, <laughs> and I love it. Especially like swimming and being in water. You water. are. Go ahead, yes. say it. Water. Water. <laughs> I'm with the, my New Yorkers. I'm the only non-New Yorker here. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. you are the biggest water person that I know, and you don't have you barely have any water in your chart, and it's very fascinating. That's something that I would like to research. Well, well mm. if I don't have any in my chart, maybe that's why I seek it out. You mm. crave it, yes. Just like Tara craves fire. I guess mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. I like fire. Yeah. Very interesting. Ooh, ooh, we're mm. learning together. Um, I think that it, that is fun, though, because you are an earth sign and you are super, you've always been super earthy, super like, you're a plant whisperer, you're rescuing dying plants and like not only having them survive, but like thrive and take over the house and all with gemstones and everything. And then dad's like the very, the very business ambitious leader. You guys have both of like the, the Capricorn elements in different ways. But that's like a rock lover, earth lover. You know, he likes all that uh, wood, stuff like that. Yeah. I like rocks. Yeah. Rocks, yeah. wood, yeah. I was saying that. Like, when, when I came home recently and just, like, looked around, I was like, how freaking obvious is it that my parents are earth <laughs> signs? My God, the whole house yeah. is wood and stone. And, like, even the bowls are made of, like, clay and everything. Yeah. I but, like it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Um, do... Either of you see yourself as leaders, and this could also tie into being an introvert, extrovert. Well, then you go for. You want to go first this time? Uh, no. Or should go. I lead? Go first. <laughs> <laughs> we have our answer. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I, you know, absolutely. I think I've always been a leader. Um, you know, on occasion, if I'm don't know something or I'm in a learning process then I tend to be a follower but uh, in general I, I tend to be a leader I you know like to express my ideas I think they're good a lot of people feel the same way and um, I'm pretty organized and um, you know I think I've always been a leader I've always you know been the captain of the lacrosse team and the captain of the rifle team and the um, 
in the business world, you know, the sales manager, the, the, the executive in charge of a bunch of people in my current business, uh, as Tara knows, um, you know, I pretty much lead lead that group. So. You like being the boss, yeah. being bossy. Yeah. I mean the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one time I'm not the boss. <laughs> I was just noticing how you are the... You were the captain of two teams growing up, and I was a captain of the archery team, and I never really saw that as like a something I did like my yeah. father, you know? <laughs> but that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you were the captain of the archery team. Yeah. Why did I not know that? I don't know, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun. Yeah, very cool. So that's an astounding yes, and I would definitely agree. I would definitely think <laughs> that you are like not just like see yourself as a leader but i think everybody sees you as a leader um, yeah i was elected tr- my class treasurer four years in a row in high school so that combined leadership and finances leadership and, and <laughs> oh <financial>. yes <laughs> having so. some similarities with alexander hamilton which we'll get to <laughs> there we go <laughs> um mom well, I wouldn't say I'm comfortable with being a leader, but I wouldn't call myself a follower either. I'm kind of like off doing my own thing. But um, if it came to like, you know, I would rather have, um, like when you guys were kids, I'd rather have everybody at our house or, um, you know, yeah. be the one. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. about like the whole leader thing. And I know that Tara and I had talked about how she like is a cardinal sign and doesn't always see herself or doesn't often see herself as a leader. But I was thinking about the two of you are both people I feel like who are like, I would rather it be me than somebody else. And like, I would much rather- I'll drive the carpool, I'll have the kids over, I'll have the celebrations here. Yeah, exactly. Mom, stop playing with whatever he's playing with. (laughs) Again, same thing. (laughs) I'm just gonna be editing crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Sit on your hands. <laughs> no, I totally, I mean, I feel like you and Tara are very similar in that way, where maybe that's how you show your cardinal leadership abilities. But, like, you're both introverts, but I feel like you are both the type of people who are like, I'd much rather be me. I'm more capable than other people. I know that it'll get done the way I want it to get done if I do it, so I'll just do it. Right, without being, a, a, a you know, in the leadership bossy role, you just kind of do it i I think i think you guys are like natural leaders but you don't put yourself in leadership positions if that makes sense yes makes sense yeah yeah whereas dad and i being extroverted people are going to put ourselves more in those positions yeah 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 all righty what sign do you like the best? It, like, if you if you couldn't be your sign, which sign would you be? And if your brain isn't thinking in a zodiac way, like, what qualities are of other signs? Do you kind of or other qualities that you don't possess? Do you value? This is a long question. It is a long question. <laughs> I would say that um, I'm very like grounded and like a routine, and I feel like. Like physically, my body, you know, I want want to eat, I want to sleep, you know, on a, on a schedule. And if I was to choose another sign, I would perhaps choose one that's more um, flexible with that kind of stuff because it would make traveling and things easier. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like that. So almost like you would choose something like that's just how you are, but it's not necessarily something that you choose. It's just how it is. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So like maybe a mutable sign. Something a little more flexible, as it were. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I like that answer. What about you, Faj? Um. Again, I don't know which signs have which uh, qualities, but uh, I mean, I I would like to learn more i'd like to be more gravitate more towards reading which i do very little of unless it's the business page or (laughs) the wall street journal or something um i you know really don't don't read for entertainment i do watch you know tv for entertainment um i also think i'm i'm not i would i would like to be more educated in like the arts and literature and things like that um you know i remember going to, to Amsterdam and going, you know, to the museum there, the Rijksmuseum, and uh, it really blew me away, um, you know, the, the art, and we had a great guide, and she really got into, like, the details of it, and um, and so I, I like to look at it, see it, hear it, uh, but to, to research it and to, to know about it or to be able to repeat those things about it, you know, is something that I, I wish I could do, which I really just don't gravitate towards that this is so interesting i have to remember when we talk about your top three at the end to talk about your guys rising signs like i have to remember to talk about that because i think that that's going to come into play that's really that's a i really like both of your answers me too yeah very good answers i don't know i I just really like the way you thought of it Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) 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 Uh, all right okay um, what's something important that you want out of life and have you gotten it yet? I would have liked that question in advance. I didn't get that one in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Did you leave that one out, Sierra? I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, surprise. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, hon. I need a minute. <laughs> well, I think I think I got what I wanted. I always wanted to be in the country, and it took me, you know, most of my life, but I got here, and so that's, that pretty much sums it up. You're the queen of manifesting. Anyone who knows you knows that, and anyone who knows me knows that because I tell them, but you, I remember having, like, ever since I was little, having you having vision boards up of, like, country pictures and lakes and mountains and everything that you used to have on like vision boards is now like literally in your front and out my window yeah (laughs) (laughs) like but better yes (laughs) instead of having like a lake nearby it's like oh we have a pond we can just go outside it's pretty amazing isn't it (laughs) it is it's amazing but you're definitely like the queen of manifesting i feel like that's almost like where your goal setting qualities come into play is through that kind of like the law of attraction power of positive thinking type of goal setting yeah yeah what do you think well um you know since learning to create through you know mom uh kind of teaching me that uh life's been been so much better i mean uh you know prior to that i i I sometimes uh, say the phrase um always had money worries until i stopped worrying about money and, and then i didn't have any more you know, it's 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 as simple as that. It's it's really what you think and how you vibrate is is what you create. And you know, 
Sure, I get frustrated sometimes when I gotta wait on hold for a half hour for someone to answer the phone. But uh, you know, that's about the only thing I <laughs> I wish I could uh, create better would would be a better rapport with uh, my interactions when I gotta call the uh, Verizon know, electric company, a Verizon, service, or yeah. <laughs> any customer service. You know, that's that that's my my big issue and. Uh, it used to be electronics. I, I it used to be printers. You know. I, oh, I remember the <laughs> amount of printers that we had growing well, you could up. Go through a printer like every six months. I just not I say, even. Just, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say this: these printers never worked for me, and I was right. Yeah. And then when I changed that and said these printers always work for me, I I, I got printers that always work. I had for to, you. yeah, I had to get rid of them because they. Uh, the software on my computer changed, and and it wouldn't work with that old printer. Yeah. Um, so that that's been a, a real, real change in learning that you you really can create anything, and that there's no shortage of it. it, it it's not like well, if, if I create wealth and prosperity in a nice home and good food or or a great dog or whatever, it doesn't mean someone else can't have it. Right. Um, it's like everyone can have that. They just got to change your attitude. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to yeah. change your attitude. Like I say, it's a worrying about things is, is the worst thing. You got to just And the way you talk, it. you know, you can't yeah. say, I always this or I never that. You know, you got to turn it around and say what you want, not what you don't want. So yeah. next customer yeah. service phone call is going to go great for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> So something that you want out of life, would that be tied in with, like... Being being happy about what you have, uh, being thankful and being grateful. We play the grateful game a lot, where we say what we're grateful for. And um, that, you know, I think really helped us to, you know, love life more and And, and to happy. keep the good thing you created, because if you just create and then take it for, you know, granted, I think it's better to... You know, like when we play the glad game and just say, look at, you know, look what we have and, and just list the things that we're tickled that we created and it just keeps it, keeps it in place. Yeah, you guys are good yeah. at doing that. You're really good at um, doing things like let's play the glad game. Let's, uh, let's focus on everything we do have and be grateful for it so that, you know, we don't get stuck in a negative mind of, of anything. Which is easy to do. You really gotta, you know, be active about it. Diligent, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I would say is like, I don't know, maybe like with Capricorns, you don't always see them as like, you know, like Sagittarians known as being the optimist of the zodiac. But I feel like you guys have used your Capricorn power to like actively set goals of being excessively happy. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, which is even more powerful. Which is cool. What would, how would you say that, I guess this is more aimed towards dad, but how would you say your work life and your personal life differ? And do you put one above the other? Well, mom could answer that one for me. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'll just bite my tongue over here. Yeah, I, you know, I, to answer the second part first, um, I've pretty often through my life have put, my work life above my personal life uh, with the, I guess, the, the thought that um, I had to do that in order to um, 
be successful to make my personal life better. Uh, but many times throughout that struggle, it, it's worked just the opposite. And uh, if there's been any you know, negative to, uh, you know, to my life so far, it's been that I have uh, focused more on that than my family. Um, and then my wife that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, she loses in that in that space, um, you know, and, you know, in my defense, part of it is the work I do is very time sensitive. So, you know, if I'm going to sit down and have dinner at you know, six or seven o'clock, well, six o'clock more here, seven o'clock in Europe, maybe. And um, nine, I'm just kidding, nine, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I know, late. <laughs> um, you know, it. It doesn't always work that way. I'm like always on call for work, and uh, you know, although although mom's <laughs> gotten used to it and and understands it more, uh, but yeah, my my work life has taken precedent over my personal life, and uh, I've been trying to take steps to to change that a little bit. I think you also just love working, so. It it's almost like uh like I can't wait to be done with work. Sometimes I think everybody should love their job. Like, I mean, that would be the end goal is to love your job and to make it not feel like work. But I really do feel like you love working. Like like you were saying, you read the business section of the paper. You lo- you look into the business stuff and then you live the business stuff. It's what you really like to do. So, like that, it doesn't. You can't stop. Yeah, and th- the thing I love about work the most is. We work with business owners who have worked their whole life uh, supporting their family and building a business, and now it's time for them to retire. And and we're able to help them through that process, get them the most money for their company. And uh, it, it's very, very satisfying uh, to know that, you know, rather than them being taken advantage of, which was my job when I worked for someone else, uh, which always bothered me was now I get to represent them and, and and really truly help them and their family and help their employees find the right the right person to take over that business and uh, I get I get more gratification from that than than from cashing the check. Yeah, um, that's what really floats my boat about about my business i feel like that's a really cool like movie premise i feel like you would be like the character who used to like i feel like there's already a million movies like that where it's like used to be the character like you know ripping things apart and now they turned into the one putting it together you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's pretty uh, woman right didn't they do that <laughs> richard gear <right? laughs> do you have anything that you would add to uh uh, work life versus personal life, mom. Not really. Um, alrighty, we shall well, move well, on. Well, you know, just on that, you know, mom supports me in in, in many aspects. Um, so really, she kind of works for the same company in a lot of ways. She's I'm just your the edit- neck, though. She's You're just the what? editor. <laughs> I'm the neck. Yeah, she's the neck. Yeah, like from Big Fat Greek Wedding. You're the head dad, but she can turn you any way she wants. <laughs> she, she brings it into perspective when it, it was early on in, in when I owned the business and was getting it off the ground and would get very frustrated and you know would have a deal that that we lost and I was thinking how am I going to pay the mortgage and um, you know she was the one there supporting me saying you know 
everything's going to be okay. You can always go back to work for someone else, and you know we'll get by. And um, you know, or just just you know, create create that this will happen, or or you know, just focus on on the positive. So her influence, it it, it we both. Our work life is, is kind of both the same. Mom just takes a more domestic role in supporting me. She's the inspiration of the work life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, I, like I don't it. think that, that your work, I don't think you put your work life above your personal life. It just takes up more time. It's a really time-consuming Yeah, maybe that's business like... Business to be in. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's yeah. been better. No, <laughs> mom's rolling her eyes. By the way, you can see that on tape. <laughs> we um, don't have yeah. to. We don't have to get into the nitty gritty of that. We can have that once we stop recording. Um, I, I, I'm a workaholic. I, I I have even even when I don't have the work, I make a, I make up work to do. Or I'm, you know, you are a workaholic. Yeah, I'm redoing something. The first know, step uh, is admitting the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. How about All right. we move on? Yeah. New question. Um, who is someone you look up to and why? Could be anyone famous or not. I would have to say Obama. <laughs> I mean, that's the first person that comes to my mind. He's um, just like has the the broader perspective. It's not like at all like me or my country it's like the betterment of everyone like a worldly perspective right and it's um you know it's forward-looking and and broad and you know he's smart and um cares and just has a like a a drive that it can be done and it's very inspiring and i um I, I do admire him. I like that. I think those are good things to be inspired by, too, like a worldly view and like a, you know, it can be done attitude, not like a we just hope for it, but like there can be something done about it. Right, and moving towards it, doing something concrete. Mm, that's a very, like, the things that you admire about, like those qualities I can see in a Capricorn-y way, too, like let's not just have a hope, let's make a plan. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. What about you, Faj? Well, uh, the person I admire uh, loves to, you know, go out and play and take <laughs> things, take things easy and have his belly rubbed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog's life. Um, I mean, uh, as far as people in history, again, I gravitate towards towards business, and uh, I've always admired Andrew Carnegie you know he's the guy that started with nothing and 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 many people did but uh, they ruthlessly um, you know became uh, multi-billionaires or whatever Uh, but he always gave back and and, uh, that's one thing that I always appreciated about him if you read a little bit about him I mean he 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 gave back like Forty or fifty percent of, of every dollar he ever made, he gave it back into the community. And um, you know, I liked some of his philosophies. Uh, my my favorite story is about 
um, a gentleman named Charles Schwab, who was his uh, right-hand man, uh, not not the stock brokerage Schwab, um, and he, he was the first man ever to be paid a salary of a million dollars. And uh, when the press got a hold of it, they they this is around 1890 to 1900 in that range, and so it was a lot of money back then. And um, so they cornered Carnegie and they said, how, how could you possibly justify paying one man a, a salary of a million dollars? And Carnegie said, oh, that's easy. He's worth two million. <laughs> and, and it's just, it, you know, I know that sounds, maybe that's extravagant and maybe, you know, the wealthy make too much money, um, you know, but, you know, if you're entrepreneurial and, and, you, and you give back to the community and, and, and yeah, you it's donate. more than just a business. It's the like, the thing that you appreciate is that he's he's built it up, but that it's not, it's it's like a success, not a greed. Yeah, like you know, I'm I'm a capitalist. I don't believe in communism. I don't believe in everybody should make the same. Everybody should contribute the same because people are different. And, and if is there someone that's got that leadership and and that entrepreneurial spirit, um, I think that's what. You know, causes things. That's what causes us to have a lot of the technology we have today. Is because someone thought of it, someone invented it. Um, yeah, someone got rich off it. Uh, but what they do with that money? Um, you know, Bill Gates has has various foundations. You know, from from Microsoft that uh, help millions of people around the world. So that's that's why I really look up to Carnegie. He was kind of like the first, uh, you know, me- mega millionaire that that uh, kind of paved the way for um, for philanthropy and, and giving back. I really like how your so. answers are both very Capricorn in very different ways. You know what I mm. mean? Like, the we have the complete business and, um, you know, uh, start something from the ground up and do it and be successful and give back. And, and then we have, like, the, you know like not the business aspect but the philosophy aspect with the same thing where it's like you know look at the big picture make a plan set a goal go for it and help others you know they're they're similar but they're different you know i think that's cool Alrighty, Um, how about dog person or cat person i have a sneaking suspicion which one you guys are going to (laughs) answer sorry gaston Dogs are, to me, more direct. What you see is what you get. You know, you know when they're happy. Their emotions are connected directly to their tail. They, you know, you, you come in the house and they're like all over you, happy to see you, just giving love, and they're pure. Like it's a, a more direct approach from them than a cat is. Kind of got a whole different um, vibe. Agenda. A different way, yeah, and I don't, um, I haven't had that much experience with it, so. I think you and Gaston are going to be best friends whenever you meet, because um, I definitely <laughs> could see you being a cat person just for the fact that you're nocturnal and an introvert, and I feel like that's the best type of person to be a cat person. <laughs> And you love books I f- and and yarn. I feel like all of that is just <laughs> screaming cat person. I'm secretly a cat. She's always playing with the yarn <laughs> with her with her hands, pouring at it. But um, I do know what you mean. Like Astro is is love. Like he is just Astro's a cancer too. 
so you just come home and he's like you're home you're here i've missed you it's been four whole minutes you know (laughs) and he's just like so happy and so so full of love yeah so you guys are dog people and i i don't know i'm i would say i'm both are you though can you choose no, yeah. I, I genuinely do think I'm both because I used to think I was a dog person, like wholeheartedly. I thought I was a dog person and then I became more of a cat person. And now having a cat and having a puppy brother and a former puppy sister, um, I I really do love them both. I'm like, I think I'm a, a selective cat and selective dog person. Like some cats are assholes and I don't want to be around those cats. But some dogs are like jerks and 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 you're just like slob i do not deal with dogs that slobber or that are super loud barkers you know like i feel like there's selective dogs that i think are amazing and selective cats that i enjoy so i would say i would say i could not choose you're ambipetrix i'm ambipetrix <laughs> i'm an ambipet um do, do you think there's anything uh in the stars or in zodiac or uh rising or falling uh, whatever they do <laughs> that that has changed you like is your is, is your pluto oh, in the doghouse or <laughs> oh my gosh i was thinking the same thing is my pluto in the doghouse is that what you're yeah. saying yeah. <laughs> do you mean do is it is what you're asking is that <laughs> astrologically do I think you're predisposed to be a cat person or a dog person? Uh, no, astrologically has there been a shift in in astrology items, you know, as maybe I don't know if those shifts happen monthly or could they happen over a period of, you know, 31 years where it, it shifts into being a uh, more of a, a cat person because things have oh. happened astrologically to you. Okay, um, I do think that I think that that might. I don't know how that affects like astrologically. I do think I think it's an environmental thing. I think it's like a maturity thing and an environmental thing. I think like my life in the U.S. was much more. I was much more outgoing extroverted with people in big open spaces all the time and then being in france being becoming more introverted and in small small tiny ass spaces it's like i can't imagine life with a dog because there's not enough space for a dog and also like uh you know the like i'm a lazy sagittarius and responsibilities of having to walk a dog like i i would say that like astrologically i don't know if there's a shift necessarily but as a kid like i loved having a dog but it wasn't just my responsibility and like you guys were the parents you were the one bringing the dog to the vet and we would share responsibilities of walking the dog or feeding the dog and it was mostly you guys doing that because you were my parents and i loved having a dog but now that i'm the adult like I don't want to have to deal with those responsibilities because I like the freedom that I can leave Gaston all day if I had to, and it's not a big deal. He can go in his litter box, you know? So I think that um, I loved growing up with a dog, but as, like, a pet parent, I think, like, my my need for freedom takes over in that way, and I'm not quite ready to be, like, I will commit to being a dog mom. 
that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah um shall we get to our our last our last question sure yes the top three the top three i don't think you guys know your top three but i know your top three I, I saw that question come through, but all it said is your top three, and I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it means, <laughs> I feel like I wrote it better on our last set of questions, I don't know. Um, your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising side. Okay, we don't know that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dad, you are a Capricorn sun. And I would say, Tara, you want to guess, but I know you know these things. Um, you are a Libra moon, and you are an Aquarius rising. And mom, you are a Capricorn sun with an Aquarius moon and a Sagittarius rising. Interesting. So that was so like... So super compatible. Very compatible. I mean, um, not that we didn't know that already, but your, your, sign, your top three signs are very compatible. Yeah, <laughs> exceptionally compatible. <laughs> Um, all three of them, your top three, are mm-hmm. like uh, Capricorn and Capricorn is compatible. And then your moons being Libra and Aquarius, they're both air signs. So your suns are both Earth, your moons are both air, and you're rising. Dad's an air rising and mom's a fire rising. So, again, compatible. And I know that your your Venuses are compatible because dad is Sagittarius and mom is Aquarius. And... What was I going to say? Oh, the thing that I thought was really interesting, though, um, when you were talking about, like, the signs that, like, you like best or what you would want to be like, is you both really described your rising signs. I don't know if you noticed. I don't know. I'm, like, fascinated now. But, like, Tara, did you notice that? Like, my dad described, like, wanting to be much more, like, almost, like, book smart, researched, um... And I was just thinking, like, that's, that's very Guillaume, and Guillaume is an Aquarius, and very, like, mm-hmm. you know, he, will, he knows the history of everything. He'll read the, the history behind something, and he knows all of that kind of stuff. And, and then, um, Mom, you're saying how you want to be more flexible and go with the flow and not care about a schedule as much. And I'm like, hello, Sagittarius over here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I think that that, like, I'm very... I'm very curious if that has something to do with like, you know, your rising sign is how the world sees you when they first meet you. And so I'm wondering if that's like, maybe people see you to be this way and it's just a first impression. So maybe it's like wanting to live up to what others are seeing. I don't know. I'm just kind of, Hmm. I, uh, but then there's like the weird case of like both Tara and I, our rising sign is the same as our sun sign. So it's like what you see is what you get, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought that that was really cool. Kind of maybe coincidence, maybe something I need to look into farther. Um, yeah. Hmm. And I think that um, I think that dad having a Libra moon, you and Tara both have Libra moons. And I think you're the examples of an extroverted Libra moon versus an introverted Libra moon like Libras are very social needing to be around people and also wanting to keep the peace and I feel like that's what you're like dead like at your core like you're the I feel like you can definitely be like a peacekeeper of your family you know like or not even a peacekeeper so much because I feel like that's really a mom role but more like a I don't want to ruffle any feathers type of family member pretty much yeah yeah 
Yeah. And mom is an Aquarius moon, which is like Aquarians are the aliens of the Zodiac, but Aquarian moons are like to another degree. Like... <laughs> <laughs> So you want to talk about aliens? Is that it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it would be really interesting to think about, like, alien zodiac signs. With different planets. With different planets. And oh, different, my God. Right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I saw wow. something. That's another level. It is zodiac group yeah. that was like, all of the planets in my solar system affect my person. What are, what are you crunching? <laughs> It, it's my amethyst and fluorite bracelets. I thought that oh. was me. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just having some potato chips. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> good timing. Um, it was like if all the planets in my solar system explain my personality so well, what about the other planets in the other solar systems? And that could just yeah. go on a yeah. But I would say. Like, once I learned that you had an Aquarius moon, that was just like, well, duh. Because all you think about and talk about are aliens, and that's the most Aquarius moon thing there is. (laughs) Not in our approach, just a fact, you know. (laughs) All righty. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much. Sure. I'm really really very pleased. Ooh, actually, I'm just thinking one last question before we go. What's it like as a Capricorn being married to a Capricorn? Good question. So far, so good. <laughs> I don't know any different. I've never been married to anyone else. Um, yeah, I feel like know. that that's a pretty excellent answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no com- no complaints so far. It's working. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say no complaints, but... <laughs> We both tend to be a little stubborn. Stubborn, yeah. Yeah. You know, Guillaume was saying, he's like, Capricorns are really stubborn. And I was like, well, they're not, like, they're not fixed signs. And and he was just like, oh, my dad and my brother. And I was thinking, I'm like, ah, well. <laughs> well I, I grew up in a family that whoever screamed the loudest won the argument. Uh, your family still is like that. Yeah. They still are like that, yeah. <laughs> So, between mom and I, whoever is the quietest, the longest, and doesn't say anything, tends to win the argument. <laughs> so, mom tends to true? win the argument. <laughs> it's true, right? Oh, no, you should see me on a silent binge. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'll go somewhere and talk to myself for a while, but I, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, I'm really, really glad that... We got to talk to you guys because it was the perfect time to have you guys on, being as you are both Capricorns. I think that's really cool. And I think it's pretty cool to have Capricorn parents. And um, it's our first couples interview, too. Couples interview, like big family interview. Couple of Capricorns. Yeah. Yeah, but right. Yeah, we are all related. Well, we kind of. Anyway. And you know what? On the on the Capricorn like overview episode, we mentioned that Capricorns can be really funny. Yes. And the two interviews we've done for Capricorn have been probably the funniest. The funniest, I would think. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm <laughs> glad we mentioned that. I am glad we mentioned that. Well, thank you for chatting with us. Yes, and thank you. And happy early birthdays. Thank you. Yes, thank yes. you.